1: Hello and welcome to They Talk A Good Game for another wonderful week, your favourite footy podcast probably, I haven't said the official, the <laughs> official tagline for many, many weeks when I've introed, my name's Lockie, joined as ever by the wonderful Harvey. Hello, it's good to be here, we're
0: back, talking all things footy, the joy, each and every week.
1: Joy for some, you know, joy, <laughs> pain, whatever, whatnot. <laughs> This has been my story this year, just to come in. Hey, how good's footy? Wait a sec. Yeah. No. Support the Tigers. It sucks. <laughs> it's an awful, awful sport. Don't like it.
0: Do you want to jump in with, with the Tigers game then? Because yep. it was, it was I guess a so. big grudge match up against well, the Eels.
1: You know, there is a lot to talk about around the Tigers, unlike some weeks where I'll just, you know, spend <laughs> lots of time talking about them. You know, and People don't need to hear. But there are there's, – there's been actual, you know – rumours throughout the week about Tim Sheens potentially, mm-hmm. uh, who's currently our head of football, potentially being our head coach next year. And uh, it's you, it, it's hard to read it any other way, but kind of desperation in a sense that no other coach wants to come to the club. I 100% agree. So the head of football, the guy who's meant to be appointing the role is sort of having to just take the role himself. Yeah. Positive side of it. Obviously, a great coach. Yep. Uh, there's talk about bringing Benji Marshall and Robbie Farah in as sort of permanent assistants, which I like. I yep. like a bit of DNA at the club. I think it's lo- lost a bit of it, um, so I like that. That much I like. But yes, it does look a bit desperate, and I don't know what Luke Brooks has to do to get dropped. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what. I don't know what's going on. The board are in love with him. They. I-
0: It doesn't make sense, does
1: it? The team lists are out for this week. He's back in the number seven jersey as well. Wow. Jackson Hastings has been forced to move to lock.
0: It just doesn't work like that, though. No. He's not not your halfback. I'm desperate. He's not the leader. Uh, He's not a good player. I would
1: like one match to see Dewey at six and Hastings at seven. But no, in order for Dewey to go to six, Brooks must go to seven. And in order for Brooks to go to seven, Hastings, our best player our leader our halfback
0: the guy that kicked brooks out of halfback and brooks has not been playing well enough to get that spot back
1: no no you should usually have to earn it once yeah. you lose your favored position you you don't it's not it's not a matter of well we'll shift everyone around to accommodate him well that's
0: what's happened for the last 10 years i mean he's
1: uh, yes he's the most protected man in the NRL
0: it's it's problematic and majorly look you, uh, you said it what, what 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 does he need to do to get dropped
1: um, on Probably the, kill someone.
0: Well, yeah, I, I, honestly, it's just the money that he's on. Right. Yeah, that's Like, the like board, quite the simply, he's the biggest investment of the club. He's the poster boy of the club. And if he's not playing, if he's not in his halves, the board's going to kick up a fuss. But the the board have been struggling to make the right decisions. I Why know, are we listening on? to them?
1: Nah, because because. They literally have the power to do that. <laughs> on,
0: on on the coaching front, I, I still think there are coaches that would go there. I think Flanagan and Green are two experienced coaches that have voiced publicly that they want to get back in the NRL. Mm. John Morris, who was linked there for a little bit, um, I don't know whether he's turned them down or whether they're just not going down that path, but he had a great stint at the Sharks. And yeah. I'm sure he's got future NRL coaching ambitions. Yeah, John, that-
1: John Morris, uh, his, his name being brought up, I, I I was, you know, quite sort of, Curious and excited, I guess, about the idea. Um, So I'm getting texts on my phone.
0: (laughs) Because I think Sheenzy being there, they obviously want that younger coach to be mentored and to step up. Sheenzy coming into head coach, they have to have those assistants in place. Mm. It has to almost be decided, right, yeah, Benji and Robbie, you're coming in to be head coaches one day. Yeah. When Sheenzy moves on. Because... Apart from it just being like, there's no other options. Yeah. They're going back to what worked, what, 14, 18 years ago, whatever it was. Yeah. So the, the club sort of hasn't, has tried and failed since then. And you do not get more Tigers than Sheens, Benji and Farrah. That's it. They, they, that's it. If, if, oh, that, if, they, if, they if that doesn't fail, work, if you get- I don't know where we go from if, if they from go there. down that path- and in eighteen months' time, it's still a shit show.
1: We become exclusively <laughs> a women's team. I, I think. I, I think at that point, the men's side folds, and we just we accept that. There's no answers. We cheer there. on the NRLW. Um, oh, uh, what was I going to say? I can't remember. Forgot it. Yeah, helpful, lost it. But no, uh, they, they, <laughs> I mean, it. I mean,
0: they, they tried. They always tried. They couldn't get over the eels, though. Honestly,
1: on it was it was the best. Uh, it was the best they've played under coach Brett Kamali. If that's a promising sign, I don't know. I think the Eels were also just very under, under, under prepared. And
0: yeah, well, they, they always don't play to their best against worse, lesser sides, right? Like, yes. like, they always sort of match their opposition standard. Yeah. Um. So when when they're playing teams down the bottom of the ladder, the games tend to be a bit scrappy, and they are a little bit complacent.
1: Um, yeah. What's What's fun? What's a nice slap in the face this week? Uh, coming post Origin round eighteen, Tigers play the Panthers. And you know, usually in a post-origin game, you'll still like the team will still name in the squad all of the origin players set yep. to return. And then you know, if they can't make it, then you, whatever you get someone from the squad to come in. Yeah, Panthers haven't even bothered naming uh, <laughs> Brian To, Steve Crichton, Nathan Cleary, Jerome Luai, Isaiah uh, Apasai Corazette. None of them are in there. So there's no it's, mind games. <laughs> it's as though it's as though this is the week before Origin, and they're not allowed to play. Yeah, in sure. Fact, when I read the team list today, I was like. I was like, uh, "Oh yeah, that makes sense because Origin." And I was like, "Wait a sec, this is the game after Origin." Yeah, they can all play if they're fit. And I still reckon the Panthers should win. Yeah, like they.
0: Oh, I, I mean, they'll be favourites even with yeah. their reserve great boys running out there. Oh, totally. Um, their
1: young, young halves are great. Sean O'Sullivan's in there. The other guy, I can't remember his name. I'll do a quick, quick little look up. <laughs> quick, quick,
0: quick live Google. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I saw, I saw a little article today, or maybe it was yesterday. on oh, Mitch Moses, he's obviously off contract at the end of next year. Eels are looking to extend. Kurt him. Falls, Kurt continue. Falls. Thank you for, for bringing that to our attention. Um, but I saw a little article saying that the Tigers were going to try and get Mitch Moses back. And you're like,
1: it's like how many? Ha- how far in the past are we trying to go here?
0: Well, that's it, and it's like what top eight, top ten, um, like. Someone playing for the top 10 teams is yeah. going to move to the Tigers in yeah. those key positions. No,
1: and there's even talk that Isaiah Papaliti, who we have signed for next year, there's rumours that he might be wanting out of his contract. I mean, so it's look, just one thing after I don't another. think
0: anybody wants to be going to the Tigers, as, on, as brutal as that is. they're no, in a tough situation. It's fair. There have been other sides in similar spots in the past, mm. and it's sort of Tigers turn at the bottom of the wheel. Yeah. I think next, but they
1: need those key recruits to come in. I think next year on the pod, there might be a segment of just Lockheed's update on the NRLW because yeah, that's please. that's the league I'll be watching. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Unless, of course, Tim Sheens is there with Benji Marshall and Rui in which case I will have hope again. <laughs> I'll start the year with hope again. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah it's the hope but moving on yeah. the Tigers you know we could go. On, I could go on for days that's but, right it's not a Tigers podcast gonna... we're chatting footy more that's generally right. though um, and Storm going down again back to back weeks and also you know I guess one of the major talking points out of that game we you know me and you, we love to bag out the refs as much as Oh, yeah, I, I hate the refs. What are your thoughts on Brandon Smith's actions calling the ref a cheating bastard during play? I mean, it, play? It,
0: there's just a line that you can't cross, right? Yeah. Like, I, I understand getting pissed off at a ref, disagreeing with a ref, you know, being angry and venting your frustrations or, or however you feel. But you can't question the integrity of a ref. One, like, well, really ever, Right. Like they, they have their intentions at all time, especially when you're on TV. They're all mic'd up. It gets caught because the, the simple argument against it is there are junior refs, junior leagues across the country being played. You cannot have referees no matter what level you're playing at being spoken to in that way. Yeah. So it's not... Acceptable at the top standard, just as it isn't acceptable in your Sunday footy side.
1: Yep, and Brandon Smith is set to miss three weeks. Yeah. Could hurt the storm, especially, you know, Harry Grant will be trying to back up from Origin, but you never know what goes down in Origin. Imagine Harry Grant goes down the storm already, sort of on the slide from that top two position, had a couple losses in a row. Who have they got this week? Once again, going to look it up during the pod. <laughs> well,
0: they've got that young bloke, Tyron Wishart, who's um, been right. the utility man um, for them this they've year. Got the they've got the Raiders. Continue. They've got the Raiders. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that to our attention. Uh, it's, um, they're always a side that I think struggles through the origin period. I don't think they've struggled as much as they have this year in years gone by. Mm. I think maybe their depth's been tested, certainly in the spine areas. Um, Bellingham will have them revved up for finals. There's no way they're going to drop out top four. They could slip down a little bit, but they'll yeah. be there and thereabouts, and they'll be playing their best footy come September. Absolutely. So while they might lose a bit of momentum, they'll um they'll stick solid, and when all their players are back on the park, they'll they'll be there. And I also think heading into the back end of the year, it's quite a big turnover for the club, especially that forward pack. I mean, we know Kufusi and the Bromwich boys are heading off. Um mm. So there, there's a lot of players who have been there for a while at the Storm That will want to finish this year on a high That's And true. with another Premiership oh, So yeah. I, I'm not riding them out No way
1: all. Oh, no way They're in a bit of a rough patch They're missing Munster They're missing they're, they're, They will be missing Brandon Smith Um But yeah They're the, they're the Melbourne Storm They're the, Melbourne Storm. They're the, Melbourne, the Storm. Melbourne Storm And I still, you know I still think they can get the W over, over the Raiders this week In yep. Melbourne So, you
0: know well, they never lose three in a row. They never lose three mm, in a row. Had,
1: they've had two in the trot. Only two other matches this weekend. Obviously, just the four the four game round. Rabbitohs getting up over the Knights. Broncos getting up over the Storm. No, over, over the, the Dragons. Over the Dragons. <laughs>
0: Broncos with a big injury list. Um, yeah, they, they continue to impress. Kevy's got the recipe right up there. Ben Eiken as well. All I of think. a sudden, bit oh, of yeah. credit needs to go to him coming oh, in as their head. heaps of, football. of credit
1: needs to go to Ben Aykhen. I think just as far as roster management goes, as far as Culture, in a sense of just you know, he's he's always been a very impressive former player. He's I've never looked at him like he's you know just. There are some former players that carry on, just like bring back the Biff, whatever. But Ben Aykens a very smart, thoughtful, guy, and obviously
0: Reese Walsh coming back. That was news last week. Yes, news. So they've suddenly got lots of playmaking options, and. I think that fullback spot is well and truly in the contest. I wouldn't be surprised if Walsh moves into the halves there, well, alongside Reynolds. Well,
1: yeah, it's interesting. The you know, I, I would, I a few, maybe like a couple months ago, I would have said yes, absolutely. But Ezra Mam is looking great, yeah, in the six. So you know whether
0: well you got Ezra Mem coming through Cobo obviously maybe he spends one more year on the wing you got yeah. Tessie New who's missed a bit of the season but came back and had his best game against the Dragons after a long injury layoff he's he's yeah. certainly one for the future
1: i find it interesting i yeah i'm not sure although the value i think is good what they got Reese Walsh for because i think it's like it's it's like a it's like a 1.3 million deal but it's over 3 years so really you know he's on like Less than half of what Luke Brooks is on. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Everyone would take Walsh any day of the week. Exactly. Um, So good on them. The Broncos going from strength to strength, really firming up, fighting for that top four, fighting for it. Yeah, they're up there. Trying to unplace the Sharks, maybe even the Storm. Who knows? But Cowboys now into second. How good? North Queensland Cowboys. I
0: don't think they're a dark horse anymore. I think they're, they're
1: premiership threats. They are threats. Yeah. Go the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm going for them in the finals. Uh, I forgot you've let, given up on your team this year. Of course. Year. <laughs> what are you talking about? We actually we actually are officially sitting last now at the Tigers, so that's fun. Oh, Love that. Took a while to get there. I think it's because the Titans had the bye this week, so they got <laughs> they got the two points and got up over us. It's a good result for them. It's, yeah, great result for them. Um well, let's uh let's go to a little ad break and on the other side of this. You're our fantasy and tipping champs of the week.
2: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: All right, Harvey, take it away. Thank
0: you, thank you. We've got Fantasy this week. We're tipping the Still Have to Wait for the Origin game, which is Wednesday night. That's true. So we we'll don't be have the waiting next week. But Fantasy, obviously only the four games over the weekend. So congratulations to Coach JB M with the team Your Mayor Martin A score of 612 Your which is Mayor very, Martin yeah,
1: Very clever play on words there
0: It's a classy name, it's a classy score Big boost in the rankings Obviously moving forward Eight games a weekend now. So get all your players yes, back that's in. True. Don't need to worry about missing games for origin, missing game for buys, whatever it might be. Just get the best side you can out there. Hope the points come through. Thousand right. points a week and you should be flying come the end of the season. There's
1: still eight rounds, you know, there's a lot can happen. This is this is it. We focus <laughs> after Wednesday. Boom! 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happens now? What do predictions we predictions league? Yeah, I think predictions league. <laughs> usually, there's tipping. I'm like, I'm all out of sorts. I don't oh know no. what's going on. Um, predictions league, Harvey. Yes. Let's talk about whether anyone in the league got their prediction right.
0: Did anyone in the league get their predictions right, Lockie?
1: Well, Harvey, you know how last week I was all excited because two out of the five people in the league got their prediction right. Yeah, happened again. Whoa! Two got their predictions right. And, Harvey, are you aware that you're one of those two? I might be aware. Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah, you're a bit aware. I'm pretty excited. I think you're a bit aware. You were sitting last last week. <laughs> Not and you anymore. Said, you said just one good prediction and you could shoot up that ladder just because of how close it was. Harvey, you've gone from fifth to second. Wow. Uh, you predicted that the sharks would defeat the storm, and 60% of people thought that that wouldn't happen, which means that your prediction was worth six points. Thank
0: you. Thank you. I saw you- it a mile off.
1: Yeah, nice work. Well done. <laughs> and the other person who got the prediction right though, unfortunately for you, is our ladder leader Tim oh from gosh. Patreon. Extends his lead. Extends his lead. Said the Broncos would score thirty plus points against the Dragons. And fifty percent of people thought that wouldn't happen. So got a five pointer. Good stuff. Uh moves to twenty two. So we got Tim on twenty two, you on fifteen, mm-hmm. and then Nikki on thirteen, Marina on eleven, me on ten. We all got ours wrong. Nikki said the Tigers would defeat the Eels. I Did like not him. happen. Marina said Tigers would defeat the Eels and Luke Brooks would get man of the match. (laughs) That's That's crazy. A different world. (laughs) Should have been worth 10 points, was only worth seven. Didn't get it right either way. And I said that Sharks v Storm would be decided by two points or less. And the Sharks just blew them away. They did. So, yes, we continue on. uh, We move on. But Tim's our first player to reach... The twenties. The twenties. But we're all now on double digits, That's thanks it. to your, your prediction. Thank you. But yes, I'm sitting last now, so I need oh. to need to get on my horse. That's it. Dicking get on you. my Bronco.
0: <laughs> get on your Bronco. Get the get the creative juices flowing. Yeah. Come up with a bold prediction for the week That's ahead. Right. Yeah. And have you done just that? Do I've, you have a prediction for us? I've got
1: a prediction. I don't know if it's bold. It's not that bold. It won't sound bold when I say it, but I don't know what the stats are. I've got across the whole round yep. twelve or more tries to be scored by wingers.
0: Okay, so that's one and a half a game.
1: Yeah.
0: I think, I think it's by middle of the ground. Yeah,
1: by players who start the match start on the, the wing. Start the match on the so wing, yeah. So it doesn't matter about jersey number, no. but generally two and five. But if, you know, if they've got a shift into centre, no, yeah, it'll yeah. be whoever comes in on the wing. Okay, At I the like start it. of the game. Cool. That's, that's my prediction. Good stuff. Harvey, what's yours now that you're all... A winner. I'm a winner, so I'm going to keep the streak.
0: That's it. Keep the streak alive. Um, I think the away teams might have the edge in this upcoming round. Okay. So I'm going for six out of eight away teams.
1: Is that six or more? Six. Or just six, exactly six? Six or more. Okay. <laughs>
0: six or more away teams to beat their home opponents. Yeah, nice. Uh, this weekend.
1: Uh, let me have a look through this little, <laughs> through the draw. Uh, just so I can sort of, you know, I always enjoy going into detail with your predictions and seeing, you know, how how it actually play out. Let's have a gaze. We've got, okay, so that would be just let's, for example, if we were saying that all away teams were going to win. Yep. Sharks would be defeating the Cowboys. Yep. Warriors would be defeating the Eels. Dragons would be defeating the Roosters. Yep. Knights would be defeating the Seagulls. All of these are quite... Bold. Uh Broncos would be defeating the Titans, I'll give you that one. Panthers yep. defeating the Tigers, I'll give you that one. Raiders to defeat the storm. That's a bit bold. And Rabbitohs to defeat the Bulldogs once yeah, probably. So well, only only really three of those that I could see as, you know I think
0: Manly's gonna win. So, that, that's, so that's one of yours that's one of them gone. gone. And then either the storm or the eels are gonna win, either against the Eels against Warriors like Cowboys, or the Storm Cowboys vs. Sharks. I think the Sharks are going to be too good. I yeah, think, especially right. Friday night with the Cowboys coming off Origin, lots of their players called up. Um, I just think the Sharks are going to keep their run going. I don't like the Storm and I don't like Parramatta, so I'm hoping <laughs> one of them will lose. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: and, not how it works. <laughs> but I
0: think one of them will win as the strong favourites and the Sea Eagles, obviously, as well. All so, right.
1: fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. There you go. Well, usually... If it was a month ago, this is where we'd finish the episode. But there's more. There's more <laughs> as we gear up towards the end of the season. Gear up towards the Tatagga Awards, the second edition of them, 2022. The big, the big gong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I use that term, but the big one. Yeah, the Tatagga Player of the Year. This year we're doing it a bit differently to the point system that we had last year. We are simply uh, each week nominating a player each that we think should be in the mix in the conversation, and then we put it to the fans to give us one as well. So, there's three players getting nominated each week. Um, Just to quickly go over, we've already had Zayo, Cameron Munster, Ben Hunt, Nico Hines, Ryan Pappenhausen, Dylan Edwards, Nathan Cleary, Daley Cherry Evans, and James Tedesco, who was our most recent fan nominee. So... We don't need to nominate them again. That's ah. the beauty of a nomination. Once you're nominated, you're nominated. You're in. Voting comes later. But Harvey, we've each got one today. We do. We're going to say them at the same time? I think so. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Chad, Chad Townsend. Townsend. <laughs> oh, no we've, ne- we've never had the same one before. <laughs> uh, don't know how we decide. I've got a backup. Well, I've got a backup too. Oh, wow. Should we? I don't know. What we- Maybe
0: Chad goes in and we both say our backup.
1: And then we have a discussion. And pick dis- one. Yeah, I think we have a discussion. Okay. Maybe fight. I for think our Chad backup. has
0: to earn his uh, earn his spot.
1: Chad is in. Cool. Chad is in. Um, well, either way, Chad would be in because one of us would pick our backup. And that's it. That's but, it. But I think it's good that we we do this in that it's just a discussion. Let's it's not about who wins. the Name other. of Oregon. Yeah, let's put no. it to each other. Okay, we'll say our backups at the same time. On three, two, one. Joseph Adam Reynolds. Oh, that's a good one, Joseph Tarney. Well, thanks. So uh, we'll pick him. <laughs> Oh, I, well, let's each make our case. Go for it, Adam Reynolds. Adam Reynolds uh, has been phenomenal. Impact at the Broncos. Yeah. I say they wouldn't be fighting for the top four were he not in the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gone up to the Broncos not only as a player but as a captain yeah. in his first year with them. After all the sort of off-field adversity he went through last year with his contract, and he's come out. He's not let it get to him. You know, some players this would be a, a, a a sad end to their career, being dumped by their former club. He's not let it be that way. He's instead going to be going down in the history books as potentially the Broncos' second greatest ever half-back behind Alan Langer. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And although he spent a bit of time on the sidelines, when he's in, he's in, and he's on.
0: Yeah, I think for almost all the same reasons we both picked Townsend, it's moved on Mm, to a new club, fresh pastures, and catapulted that club from a struggling team into you know, premiership yeah. threats. Well, Chad
1: Townsend almost even more impressively because yeah. Adam Reynolds, we kind of, we know that we knew the player he was going in and we expected him to have a massive impact at the Broncos. But Chad Townsend, you know, he, he's one of the most, like, forgotten premiership winning halfbacks of all time. Yeah, Like, for people sure. forget that he, people give a lot of credit from the Sharks 2016 to James Maloney and the X Factor they yeah. had in their team then. But he's... um, I think he's having, you know, his best year yet and he's actually sort of the most in control of a side that he's ever been.
0: Absolutely. I think Townsend has gone to another level and has gotten better. And I think Reynolds, against most people's thoughts, has actually continued his quality, right? Mm. Reynolds has been probably a better half for a longer period of time. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I certainly wouldn't... Annoyed for for Reynolds to be nominated, and I certainly so think let's he put should, be, in. should be should be, should be <laughs> there. Um, but I'll put I'll put the argument for tarpening anyway. Let's hear it. Um, I just I was thinking of some of the other especially middle forwards that often get overlooked in, in the game. And when you're looking at star players and star quality, obviously the halves, the fullbacks, mm. um, even the outside backs, the flashy ones scoring the points. But I think Tarpany has been probably the game's best front rower. His, his performance for New Zealand um, is, is well and truly deserved. And he shows that he can step up to that next level at representative um, against representative sides. Each week he is the Raiders' best forward. He has grown into that role. Uh, and that's in a packed forward pack. Mm. Like that, when you've got Josh Papali as your front row partner, and you're outshining him each and every week, I think that's that's real credit. And his stats don't, you know, shy away from that. He's massive on the run meters, he's massive on post contact meters as well, which is a stat that lots of people are getting into this year for their middle forwards, looking at how much meters are actually making after they they hit the line. Mm. Um, he's always quick to play the ball, good with his hands. Look. I just think he's one of the most well-rounded yeah. and, and consistent front rollers in the game this year. Yeah. Do I think he's had a better year than Adam Reynolds? I don't know. It's so hard, isn't it? I, I think d- they should both be in there. I know we're not going to do that. We're going to have to agree. We're g-
1: yeah. They'll both eventually be in there. That's right. So that's, that's the right. thing. It's a pretty low stakes discussion.
0: I'm I'm kind of happy to go with Reynolds this week because right. I think that the symmetry between... Townsend and Reynolds. That's she true. was Recognizing like those transformative, controlling halves who have who have taken their game to new heights.
1: That's true. Who knows? Maybe maybe Tarpenny will be the fan vote this That's week it, as fans. well. Get voting. I will also I know I'll say I wouldn't have been disappointed if we had gone with Tarpany. You just were the first to concede, and I will accept that concession. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I agree that tarpany has been you know, one of, if not the best, front rower in the comp this year, which is pretty incredible considering that. He's been playing lock at the Raiders last few years yeah. and he was you know, there was a bit of a bit of a uh, disagreement between Ricky Stewart and Tarpany's wife last That's year. It. Yeah, and it, it looked like he might, you know, be forced to leave the Raiders at one point. And now just a positional switch and I guess a change of mindset and he's been a big part of Raiders fight back up the ladder this year.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: All right. But forget about him until either next week or the <laughs> fan vote, put him in the vault. We've got Chad Townsend, who I guess is going to be your nominee, and yeah. Adam Reynolds, who will be mine. All right. And uh, get voting on the Instagram at they good Game for the fan voted nominee this week.
0: Perfect.
1: And until next time... Bye-bye! bye-bye. only from rustolium